Wouldn't you want the best for your child? Please call now. 866-970-GIVE. All the money stays right here. Wouldn't you want the best for your child? 866-970-GIVE is the number to give. And we have an amazing family in front of us. Um, Bryce and Sarah Osmond and May and Jane. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you all doing today? The baby waves. The <laughs> they're, they're warming up. They're, yeah, they're, they're getting there. They're looking at me like, okay, what are you doing, crazy guy? <laughs> <laughs> now, they are just over a year old, right? Just over a year. Just yep. over a year. Yep. Um, and they're doing great. But yes. the process of getting them here was a little bit scary yes yes it was so yeah, yeah. i can just go ahead and dive in sure, right, dive right uh, in. so this all started in august of 2021 when uh, my lovely wife went to our 14 week ultrasound all by herself um, because i had to take care of our five-year-old but um uh, she went there and brought the ultrasound back and um she it was it had like eight or nine pictures on and I was like that seems a lot for like one baby and so we she was like do you see anything different um, and then I noticed there's a baby A and then a baby B and so um, finding out we we're going to have twins uh, twin girls was obviously amazing um, and you know everything had looked good looked good looked good up until um our 24-week ultrasound that we did here at um, the MU uh, Fetal Medicine Clinic, um, where they discovered twin-to-twin uh, transfusion syndrome. Oof. So, twin-to-twin transfusion um, is when one uh, twin dominates the blood and nutrients um, from the other twin, and the other twin um, gives uh, kind of just like here you go, here you go. So, um, we discovered that at their at 24 weeks, um, uh, and we had an ultrasound here at 11 o'clock in the morning, and we were in Kansas City uh, undergoing emergency in utero surgery that night at 10 p.m., which is just oh. pretty wild what they can do with medicine, right? Wow. I, I mean, I think I've seen that on Grey's Anatomy, yeah. but like, you never really think that that happens in real life. No, and so it happened to us. Um, we were uh, we were obviously so happy that they found um, found the twin-to-twin transfusion system, but we had to do something um, because at that point it was moving so quickly that we, they were very concerned about us losing both girls. Yeah. Um, obviously, when you do in uterus surgery, you're also running the risk of having to deliver, and so that was another consideration that we were being told was that we might have to may, might have to deliver at 24 weeks which was just a crazy thing to think about um, yeah. so we had that procedure done um, and we it was successful and we came back here um, back to Mizzou and uh, did twice a week ultrasounds which were nerve-wracking yeah. to say the least um, I did not enjoy them uh, at all uh, <laughs> it was fun to see the girls but I was like I think I've seen them enough like I think I just want everything to look good um, <laughs> for for each ultrasound um, and then uh, that led us to January 2nd of 2022 which is when they were when they were born so and then that gets even more wild so <laughs> I'm still stunned like like you said it's something you see on Gray's is that they can do surgery in utero and the babies still have go through the rest of the pregnancy as much as possible. It's pretty amazing. Um, I had no idea really about it. I mean, you know, when you get diagnosed with something, you immediately start Googling it and figuring out, and you're like, what in the heck is, what is going on here? And this is something that can happen. And they also can do a procedure to reverse some of this stuff. I mean, it's just... It's crazy. It's wild. Um, but we're so thankful for our, the, the the appointment here at Mizzou that that found that discovered, discovered that, that. Uh, mm-hmm. to give us to give these girls a chance. Yeah. Um, so the, then we yeah so Sarah we were able to get to thirty one weeks and five days, which was really great because yeah. you know that's a lot of you know basically every week after I believe twenty four twenty five your percentage for twins goes up ten percent in viability. Ooh. So yeah, when we got to thirty one and five, we knew we were. 
looking pretty good. It's um, still a few months early, so yeah. it's still scary. Still scary. Still yeah. scary. Um, and then, um, yeah, we had their delivery on, on, on uh, January 2nd via emergency C-section, and that was, and we can dive into that story, too. So, Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, to talk about that, the, the moment... I mean, I've heard the story because, you know, you and I got to talk, honestly, right. uh, scary, just listening to it, scary. So yeah. just going to go ahead and put that out there. Yeah. Just a little warning. <laughs> so we, um, uh, Sarah had been feeling a little bit rough for a couple of, uh, oh, um, Sarah had been feeling a little bit rough for a couple of days uh, around the turn of the new year. Um, and finally, on the morning of January 2nd, we gave a call to a, a cousin and a relative who is a nurse. And she said, you know, you need to you need probably get to the hospital and mm-hmm. check, check out what's going on. Um, upon arrival, they immediately put monitors on uh, the girls and discovered that Jane's heart rate was super low. I mean, for a baby, it was, it was 80 uh, beats per minute. And they said, okay, we're, we're going to be delivering these girls now because something's going on there that's, that's, that's distressful. So um, they wheeled Sarah back. And, you know, my wife is the most amazing person and the most strong person. She's had to do an OR like twice during one pregnancy which is pretty crazy just to think about um um, and of course i had to get scrubbed down and do all that stuff and we're apart and you know you had to wait in a waiting room and this was kind of peak omicron covid time too so you're just like golly it's just crazy i didn't Um, even put that together of the girl's age going oh this is all during all of that peak omicron yeah yeah yeah, omicron uh covid time so um yeah so i'm you know, in the waiting room, they finally call me back in, and Sarah's there on the table, and there's doctors all scrubbed in. And I'm like, okay, you know, preparing to be a dad and all this stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, do you want to get out? She just <laughs> wants to talk on the microphone. Yeah, she She's like, hi. no, it's my turn now. Yeah, you talk too turn. much, Dad. <laughs> um, so they, uh, they got Sarah on the operating table ready to go, um, and they, you know, have the sheet up so you can kind of see some things. Um, and so... Uh, Meg was the first to come out. Um, she made made some no- baby noises, and I said, and they immediately whisked her into the, the other room because she was um, pretty low birth weight. I mean, four pounds, um, which is just a little on the small side, but also was having some breathing difficulties and different things like that. And then um, they brought they brought our sweet little girl Jane out, and I knew immediately that there was something very very wrong because with twins you get an immediate compare and contrast. On oh, the, yeah, how they look. Um, and so Janie was um, purple; she was limp. Um, I still have one picture on my phone. Uh, I just have one picture of her delivery on my phone, and I look at it sometimes, and I'm like, man, this just uh, takes me back. So um, it's you know it's it's just wild. Um, so she was not alive. Um, she she came out was stillborn. Um, so for the first forty five seconds of her life she received um cpr to get back and up and going and tell me about that moment you see her purple yeah it's i don't i yeah it's i I just can't imagine it oh there we go we got some tigers for him um some tjs uh there we go um you know it's just it's nothing i'd ever want anybody else to go through um it's just yeah, it's it's hard to describe. Um, you just because you know we what we had worked so hard to get to that point, and you're like, we've come all the way to this point, and this is how it's going to be. And you know, with me, you know, Sarah's on the, the table and getting operated on, and she can't. And Sarah thought everything was fine, and I'm just like, my heart is beating a thousand miles an hour. I'm just like, and I'm when I see her, and she, you know, I she can tell that there's something um, with wrong um, with me. But you were crying, but you cried during our first son's birth, so I just thought I was like, are you crying? Because you're happy or crying because something's wrong, and he just kept saying it's fine. I yeah, don't. Know. And little did she know, I was crying because something was very much wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but uh, you don't want to panic, mom, yeah, yeah, in that yeah, moment. Okay. Well, you yeah. know, and I didn't want to stress her out because obviously yeah. she's got a huge open 
thing on her body yeah. that she, we don't want to stress her out anymore. So um, seeing that was, um, yeah, was probably is obviously the most probably the most difficult thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, just because I was felt so helpless at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in in the right hands um, a- at that time, and so um, they took her into the adjoining room with mm-hmm. a bunch of nurses and doctor staff and. I we could tell like there were doctors and nurses like walking by the window and so that kind of heightened my anxiety too I'm like what are we doing here like um, and yeah and so after about 10 to 15 minutes they finally finally called me called me back and um, the first thing they said was um, do you want to hold Jane and I said she alive like is she here and like but and then she's just right there on this pile of blankets just this little head poking out and she's I can see that she's breathing and uh, and yeah and it was just uh, you know you talk about a turnaround, like a turnaround, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. seeing your child not alive and then seeing them alive is a pretty wild roller coaster yeah. to, to be riding. So, and, and that's something I don't think many of our listeners right now can even even grasp of having to go through that and having to be in that moment, and then to look now and see her just bopping around, see them both smiling. They just got these little TJs and the smiles on their faces, yeah. and they're absolutely loving everything. And to know that there was that moment when this moment might not have ever happened for right you. right and so you know um we, we we got there just in time um i was telling the you know previous station we were at we were talking about um you know uh you know with with us sarah's placenta had abrupted between they think the er and the or um oh, so wow. she, i mean you're oh, talking wow. about really yeah. you know five minutes to five minutes later yeah we would have probably lost jane and we might have also wow. lost may um just because of the troubles and difficult things that that presents um and their lungs at the time were so underdeveloped too um so you know when you really hear nick of time we are a nick of time family and uh we're just so fortunate and so grateful to have such wonderful care here that provided us such great yeah great care and the doctors and nurses and the team and you know we had i mean it, being in NICU is a really hard thing um for we were there for 60 days and so it's a really hard thing but they do their absolute best to make it not that way um and so we're so fortunate for the the care that we received and and can't encourage people enough to give and donate to support you know our wonderful health care that we have yeah yeah, that was my next question. Honestly, yeah, so yeah, yeah. should people donate? Why should people donate? Oh, this yeah. oh, people donate. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 as simple as that. I mean, um, you know, you might not have families that are impacted or have to receive this kind of care, but to know that there are families out there that do have to do this and they do have to make difficult choices and they have to go through sleepless nights of wondering if their child is going to make it. Um, you know, we're one of the absolutely lucky families that got to leave the NICU with two happy and healthy babies that are developing great and doing, you know, wonderfully. Um, that's not always the case. Um, and there are families that continue ha- continue to have needs there um, and different things like that. So I can't encourage enough people to make a donation and give and, um, you know, support our wonderful health care that we do have. I mean, you think four years ago, you never thought you would be needing the hospital for this. Heck no. For yeah. this. No, <laughs> yeah. no. And then, you know, you, you don't, you don't, you don't know that you need it until you need it, and then when you do need it, you're really thankful that it's there, right? Yes. Um, so um, we just can't say um, say thank you enough, and um, yeah, we're just so happy with with them. And you, I mean, you look at them, you would be like, they're normal babies that yeah. they were in the NICU for two months. What? Um, yeah, they're they're happy and healthy and growing. So we're just so very lucky. That's amazing. Give for the healthy kids in your life. Give as the insurance policy right. to make sure that this care 
is there if you ever need it. 1-866-970-4483. Thank you guys so much for being Ooh, here today. Thank you so much, yeah, for having us. Do you, do, May, Jane, you want to say anything? <laughs> yeah, they got TJ stuff no, in their got, mouth yeah, now. Right. They're like, done. They're one, done talking. One thing I will say with them with, that we're calling them now, um, I saw it written on a board at uh, ME Healthcare was their initials, and so it's M-O-J-O, and so we're going to call them the Mojo, Mojo Girls. Mojos. So they got the Mojo Girl. They got the Mojo, <laughs> so it. that's what they're going to be. So, All right. Awesome. We'll, we'll have to make note of that future forward. There oh, the go. Mojo Twins. Yeah, yeah, Mojo Twins. All right, so, so you got to get your Mojo on now. Donate at Y107.com. You can text Miracle to 51555. It's the 17th Annual Missouri Credit Union Miracles for Kids Radiothon with Y107.